Welcome everybody to the best podcast in the world. This is your favorite podcast, the Strength and Skills podcast. My name is Nick Tibusek and with me is Rado, the boss, Bossage. Hello everyone. <laughs> hi Spotify, hi YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning everyone. So today's topic, we're going to talk a little bit about five things you're doing wrong in your uh, program. And you might improve that and have big, big gains with that. So first off, let's start off immediately with the number one thing that I see with people training and then taking not enough rest time. Explain that, Rado. Yeah, I think this kind of stems from, um, I would say, the bodybuilding culture. You know, if you don't rest for, uh, if you don't rest uh, longer than 60 to 90 seconds, then you're good to go. Uh, because if you rest longer than that, you know, the pump is going to be gone and then you, you train for nothing, you know. So um, I think that's kind of transferred over to other sports. But with strength training, you definitely want to keep it different, you know. By not resting enough, you don't allow your body to go fully fresh into the set. And thus, you can't do enough work that you could have done if you were fresh. So our goal with this, because strength is a uh, skill to a certain extent, we want to practice as much as possible with a certain intensity. If you don't give the body the rest that it needs, it just won't be able to exert itself, itself that much. And because of the less amount of work that you do, in the end, you can't really count on too much progress. So yeah, good strategy to do. Uh, what would you say um, is to kind of gauge rest times? Depends a little bit on, on uh, the exercises. I would go for every compound exercise with something in between three to five minutes. Yeah, Maybe like the squats and stuff, stuff like that. Sometimes that can even take up to six, seven minutes. Don't take it too long. Take care of that because otherwise the session gets really, really long. And we had another episode about that. Take care of that. Um, but um, yeah, in somewhere in between three to five minutes is most of the time very, very good to go. Would you would you say that like measuring heart rate uh, makes sense with that? Like getting the heart rate down. I mean, you can't get it down to a resting state, but at least like I don't know, eighty to hundred pulses per minute. I would say it depends. Okay. Um, the difficulty here is if you do a one rep max, you probably don't have such a high pulse, but you will need the rest. You know. And this, this is why I say it depends a little bit on the intensity where you go, on the rep range that you're working with. And um, so most of the time, you're pretty good to go with that um, rest uh, period. But I have to say, when it comes to isolation exercise, you can you can lower the, the, the rest times. I mean, let's, let's talk about maybe you did something for the calves. Oh, yes, I said it. Calves and calisthenics. Calves and calisthenics. Who did that? Ooh. <laughs> but if you have an isolation exercise like that, <laughs> um, you, you probably won't need too much um, uh, resting time in between. So that's something where you can easily go for maybe like 90 seconds or two minutes or something like that. It, it also depends here a little bit on how you feel. If you feel not rested enough after 90 seconds, yeah, then take a little bit longer. Um, that, that's, a, that's a very easy way to go. If you don't feel completely fresh, you don't take a longer rest. <laughs> That's pretty easy as a, as a rule of thumb. Um, but um, in the end, when it comes to compound, I would take the rest a little bit longer. 
and when it comes to isolation a little bit shorter absolutely so i think yeah that's pretty much the answer for that one um how do you do with the people that are doing a lot of work just too many exercises here's number two mistake number two is too many exercises on one day yeah this is the one we all did because you want to tackle everything you know you don't want to leave any stone stone unturned and you just you know put in as many exercises in that given day as possible uh what usually happens is yeah sure the first couple of few are good in quality quality but then later on uh, you will probably lose focus and uh this quantity aspect just gets too much in the way of the quality and it suffers you know um so for most people having too many exercises on a given day uh doesn't quite work unless you're like a highly competitive athlete that really needs uh to tackle different regions you know for us focusing on like two to three main exercises with two to three assistance and accessory exercises you know so that would be a total of like six to nine maximum exercises a day is probably a good starting point and having quality as a primary focus in each exercise is definitely a better way to go than just um, focusing on the quantity side of things and uh, trying to uh, tackle too many things at once absolutely totally agree with that totally agree with that i mean there are a lot of people who are doing a lot more still having good results with that but you never know how good would be the results in quality wise if you would do a little bit less and this is really a uh, like 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 yeah telling you do less to get more at that point because you quality wise just improve your training so much and really can focus on what you're doing really giving uh, your all into every rep and um this will definitely suffer when you when you have a lot like like a lot of exercises there i mean everybody knows that when you're with exercise number 10 on that given day and you already had all the heavy exercises before you're just done you're just not able to to do more if and that's another one <laughs> If you if you still are able to maintain everything very well and have a very good uh, movement quality, probably the rest of your training was just too light. It mm -hmm. was just too light. That's a big issue that I see with especially beginners very much. But um, th that's the thing. When you can still do it, it's just too light. Do less, do it harder. Absolutely. And I think like when you have too many exercises, You, you think of your training of like a list of things that you have to do and you tackle, you know, just um, each exercise off the list. Um, and that can kind of interfere with, for example, the first exercise you do and the first one at least, uh, because you kind of have it in your back, in the back of your mind. You know, I have to do this and that after this, you know, so many things that I have left. And because of that, you just can't put in enough energy because you're just uh, already focusing on what you have to do because it's just overwhelming uh, because it's just too much. Yeah. You know? So just, just as you said, more, less is more in this case. Yeah. Absolutely. Hell yes. And I think this can easily, this sentence even can, can easily lead to uh, actually the, the next one. 
So the professor is coming. <laughs> the professor. The yeah. professor. <laughs> the glasses are here. <laughs> Mistake number three is too heavy to maintain a good technique. And this is for not only uh, maybe some weighted exercises, but maybe also for the stuff that you're doing skill-wise and with everything. Um, if you can't keep a good technique, it's probably just too hard for you. And you just keep got to keep your ego at home. That's it. Yeah. If, if you're having a completely banana holding your dragon flag, that's probably a little bit too hard for you. If you're still completely keeping with your muscle up, yeah, then take a step back, do the high pulls, work on that until you're pulling high enough to do a proper muscle up. That's it. This is, this is the stuff. I mean, if, if you completely break form in a squat or a dip or a pull up or whatever it is, yeah, then reduce the weight. That's it. Don't break form. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. It's important to know that this is like easier said than done. Uh, because there's so training has so much to do with the ego, you know, and it tend it, the ego tends to come into play quite a lot when it comes into, into training. Um, so yeah, just as you said, just leaving the ego at the door, uh, taking a step back. Um, it's definitely going to be better in the long run because you'll develop healthy habits when it comes to training and uh, that will transfer not only, um, that, that will definitely transfer to other exercises too. You know, so whenever you see yourself again uh, struggling to maintain good technique, you will know, all right, I have to do this and that and uh, just replicate what you did, you know, and fix it. That's it. Let's go to number four. Let's roll. Number four is too big of a frequency. Yeah. Some people just want to train seven days a week because they think the, the more often I train, the more gains I make. And I got to say that you can only train as good as you are recovered. And the more you train, the less you recover. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> so I think what is very important to mention here, um, maybe some of you may have listened to the podcast that we have with Matthew Slot, and he trains three days a week. And that, that's very important to say here. This is one of the world-class athletes in the world, and he's just training three days a week. Being a monster, having muscles on mass, and it, it, you can actually see that works. <laughs> you know, this is not just the professor telling you that. <laughs> it, it, it's actually proven by the monster himself. And this is, I, I, I see this gun taking taking uh, a, a back shot to me um, when, when I come to stuff that he does that I don't like. <laughs> yeah, but he does it. Why are you telling that's wrong? And there you tell that's right. I take it as I like to. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. Uh, yeah, you know, like this typical of a frequency, we've all been there as uh, beginners, especially. You know, you want to reach high levels as soon as possible and you'll do anything to do that, you know. You'll just, you know, train as much as possible, have every exercise um, in the program. This is also connected to our second problem we mentioned, yeah. uh, you know. And um, the, for me, I made the experience, like, the more experience I got, 
the more I learned to appreciate the rest days, you know? And like, I remember myself thinking at the start, you know, whilst I'm training, my body's growing, but that certainly is not the case, you know? With training, you just give the body a reason to readapt and grow. So it's actually when you rest that your body is uh, growing, you know? So uh, just appreciating the rest and giving yourself enough rest days in the week they're just as important as training days. That's really important to note. Absolutely. So, you know, when you when you train hard, you got to rest hard. And that's it. Yes. Go hard. Yeah. So. Also rest hard, you know. That, yeah. That's the hard part. <laughs> yeah, that's the hard part. Absolutely. All right. Let's go in, in, into number five, which is something. It doesn't happen too often. But when it happens... I always wonder how people are, can, can come to that conclusion that that was a good idea to put exercises into the wrong order. I mean, I, I, I've seen online, I think it was on Facebook, people who are doing their skills after their strength training. And this is definitely one of the wrong orders. And I just don't get it. Why, why should I do that? When I'm working on a skill, That's actually something I'm not, not as good on as I want to be. Why should I do that fatigue? Why? There's, if, if I'm not as good on something as I want to be, why should I do that? Especially as a skill, as a, something that I'm probably still learning. And this is also for those who are already on... Maybe you already have a 10-second front lever and you want to have a 20-second front lever. You're probably still learning to have, a, have the skill of the 20-second front lever. Why should I do that in the end of my training? There's no reason for that. Absolutely no reason. And if you want to tell me that you're doing that because you want to, want to be pre-fatigued to have more gains then you're suffering quality for, for being fatigued. For being fatigued? Why should I be fatigued? I just don't get Why, it. Can yeah. you explain that to me? <laughs> so you make it harder for yourself and you make it less efficient on purpose. Yeah. yeah definitely try and avoid that, especially with strength training, you know, because it's, yeah, it's also, this one is also connected with, Uh, the rest times that we talked about being fresh coming into the set, you know, in order to be able to deliver the work that needs to be delivered. If you're not fresh because you put the wrong order of exercises in there, then yeah, you probably can't expect the gains to happen. Um, because this is all connected to this skill work, you know, I mean, uh, it's obviously a really big part of strength, just as I noted, is skill. Um, and for me, for example, like my dip is weak in comparison to my squat and if i always put a squat in front of my dip i can't really expect my dip to go up you know because i'm kind of pre-fatigued from the squats it's not my first exercise and in my case it would have been better if i just put the dip first and then the squat because in that way i would improve on the dip more you know Absolutely. just as you gave the example with the front lever um so yeah the same goes for stuff like putting in isolation exercises before compound exercises I hope people don't do that, but if someone does and is training for strength, 
uh, definitely stop it. So in bodybuilding scenarios, that might make sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in our case, gaining strength, let's first do the compound exercises and then focus on uh, the small things. Absolutely. Yeah. It's very important to, to bring that in there. And um, once you, you, you learned some stuff, like maybe a handstand, which is absolutely not so fatiguing, that's maybe a skill that you can do in the end of the training. Don't wonder when it doesn't work that well as you expected it to work, but that's actually a skill you can actually, you can do that in the end. I can easily do my handstand work in the end of a session because it doesn't really take a lot from me, you know, but maybe an handstand artist will tell me, are you retarded? (laughs) Because for them, they are working on a skill that is highly important to them. So if something is important to you, put it in front. Yeah, that's That's, it. That's the rule. If it is, if it is important to you, put it in front, do it first. That's it. Yeah. So just basically the guideline for how should you place your exercises in a training program is look at your goals, look at the priorities, you know, what you want to achieve first and foremost. And that's exactly the order of exercises that should be in your training program. Nothing more than that, you know? That's it. That's it. It's so important. <laughs> that, that's actually an easy one. And now is everybody, but how can I do that? Yeah, start with the skill, go on with the strength exercise, then put an assistance exercise and then put an accessory exercise there. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that was easy. Yes, it is. Training is easy. All right. Hopefully you guys can avoid these mistakes. If you need help avoiding these mistakes, you can easily contact us on the bar-bellcoaching.de slash links to contact us for a free call with us for our coaching. And then we can see how we can help you actually avoiding these mistakes and many, many more to make big gains and get as strong as fuck. Let's get it on. Hope you guys have an amazing week of training. See you next week. Have a good one.